Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Relationship Center on the Edify Podcast Network. We're glad you tuned in. My name is Anis Wamboye, and in studio with me today is the one and only... David Kimani. David, karibu sana to the studio. Asante sana, how are you? Mzuri sana. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're continuing with our series on process. And I don't know if you've listened to the previous previous episodes, but uh, we've been talking a lot about the process of life and how it's necessary for us to be in love, not just with the destination, but with the journey of getting to greatness and that the journey is just as important as the destination david yes if you miss out on the journey don't get to the destination mm-hmm. many of the times you focus on the destination on the, on the destination mm-hmm. but you can get into a pothole mm-hmm. you can get into a uh, hit a bump badly mm-hmm. and most of us we are called to greatness mm-hmm. but the journey is a journey to greatness yeah you just don't wake up tomorrow and you're a king you're a yeah. president you're a ceo mm. there's a process Wow, amazing. And and I mean we've just been seeing that even when God wants to do great things in us, when he wants to perform great exploits, he just doesn't uh wave a, a magic wand, snap his fingers and then have things turn around. He's a god of process. He's a god who takes things step by step, you know. Yes. Yeah. And yes. you know, I I when 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 I'm thinking about this, I remember a certain TV series called The Amazing Race. I don't know if you remember it. Very old TV series that had I, I'm not um, that old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you I'm definitely just, remember just it. Okay? So the Amazing Grace is, uh, you know, this series uh, where you've got um, uh, hosted by this guy called Phil Kiogan, and you've got mm. couples who run around the world, mm. and they have tasks to complete. Mm. Now, one of the amazing things that I kept seeing as you get towards the finale mm. is that um, one of the tasks that they are given the couples who come to the very end mm. you know and this could be brothers sisters you know married couples you know it could be workers you know it could be any two people mm. uh, and and they're meant to work together to to win the the grand prize of i think a million dollars mm. when they get towards the end one of the tasks that they're given is to remember and they are told um arrange the following artifacts or the following pictures in the order in which you experienced them you know wow. the previous obstacles wow. or they are told Uh, look at the following buildings you mm, know mm. where were these buildings in what countries and in what city mm. and those couples or those people who had gone through those challenges not just focused on getting the money mm. but who are focused on like you know what it's a great thing to get the money but man i've never been to tokyo look at this this is amazing oh my goodness look i've never been to paris Look at that. Look at that. It's amazing. Mm. And they'll just enjoy the race. Mm. You know, mm. they just enjoy the race. Fine, of course, they want to win the money, of course. Yeah. But apart from just wanting to win the money, they'd really enjoy the process. And you see, even when they'd lose, they'd be like, all right, okay, we didn't get, we, we, we didn't come first place. Mm. But oh my goodness, we had so much fun. We yes. got to go to this place. Yeah. Those couples ended up performing very well in those challenges. And many mm. times, some of them ended up winning the grand prize. Yes. Because they enjoyed the process, mm. they were not just consumed with the destination. They really enjoyed every step of the way. And I think at times the Christian life is like that. That as we are being sanctified towards glory, that there are things we pick along the way. And if we relish in them, if we take them in, that we'd really, really have a great time when we cross that finish line and say, "Wow, the process made the destination worth it." Really, yeah. really worth it. Exactly. Uh, many of us are caught, and like, like I said, many of us are caught to greatness. You know, and uh, God calls us; He will do amazing things in us and mm. for us. Mm. Um, but most of the times, we're so caught up in what He's going to do for us and what He's going to give us. Mm. But most of the times, oh, if we wow. have not been prepared for it, it will destroy us. Mm. 
to distress. I don't uh, want to be. I don't receive anything. I'm not processed to handle. I mean, just mm-hmm. think about it. Uh, even now, if you you know, if God just gave media a billionaire, that's in, unhealthy in, in in euro term. You know, in euros, <laughs> not not in cash. Yes, euro. You know, suddenly you you would you know think about would you be sitting with us doing a podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we think about what do you mean podcast? I've got things to do. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, most he he uses this uh, to prepare us for what he's called us to and incidentally we, it only becomes clear i think when you look back that's why hindsight is 2020 yeah. yeah um and incidentally also the, the way god does it for most of us as christians we don't like it because it's usually painful mm. you know it's most of the times you're not willing to look like th- those couples yes. i'm in tokyo look at the tall buildings i think i'm going through pain yeah. i am going through this i don't but still looking What is been molded here? Mm. What is been shaped here? Mm. Like we said the last time, it's a character. Yeah. So there's character a is one of those things. Dangerous. This is an instant success is a dangerous success. It's dangerous. Yeah. You know, in fact look at it. Even look at um, some of the stories. There was this story I was seen about um, this guy who won uh, was it 100 million dollars in yes. the lottery in the in the, in the US. Mm. You know those things and a month a few months later, he's broken in debt. And you know he's not the only one. And he's not statistically people who win the lottery and yet were not in fact most people who win the lottery end up being impoverished in a few years exactly yeah. now how how you explain you know, you, you, you're kind of thinking how but see he was never prepared for it mm-hmm. he was not prepared to handle this mm-hmm. and so that's what happens mm-hmm. and so it's important we go through the process yes uh, we may not like it <laughs> uh, but mm-hmm. the end product you go back and thank god for the yes, process yes amazing yeah. amazing mm. and today we're talking about another man who went through process and that's joseph you know yeah. we yeah. talked about king david we talked about the processes of david and today we're going to talk about joseph now joseph is a man who really went through process in fact uh, there's a bible verse in the book of psalm 105 verse verse i think verse 19 i'm going to just read it in the new living translation mm. this is what it says psalm 105 excuse me all the way in verse 19 in the NLT it's excuse me oh my i'm getting the hiccups it says until the time came to fulfill his dreams the lord tested joseph's character until the time came to fulfill his dreams the lord tested joseph's character i like how the new living translation puts that verse because it just bespeaks process that joseph had dreams yes and you remember the dreams he had right mm. telling his brothers mm. man i had this dream mm. that you guys were all bowing around me you know you guys representing the sheaves of wheat then you guys representing the celestial beings bowing around me mm. and this was god putting these dreams in joseph um speaking of his destiny yes. he was going to be a king one day mm. he was going to be a deputy to a king he was going to be a prime minister he was going to have such mm. immense social clout such mm. immense power such immense financial muscle he was going to have great influence he was going to have bodyguards all these great things servants And servants now meanwhile as joseph has been told this who is he <laughs> let's go to the scripture let's start there <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah it's it's amazing ptpt says in an amazing way mm-hmm. god's promise to joseph purged his character it was time for his dreams to come true Ooh, the painful translation mm. <laughs> mm. Just say that again. Uh, God's promise to Joseph purged his character until his time for his dreams to come true. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's important that we write character. It's important that when when we get to that place, mm. who gets the glory? 
God. God. Mm. None of us. Mm. And that's why it's important to go through the process because even when you, everything is done, you can say, you know what? Mm. This is the Lord's doing. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So let's talk about the beginning of Joseph's process. Joseph begins, I mean he's he's just a young man. Mm. He's got brothers, he's got 11 brothers. Mm. And Joseph is receiving dreams. Yep. Now many of us I think go through that kind of process where God at the beginning mm. of our lives tells us this great thing that is going to happen. Mm. This really really great thing that's going to happen, you know. Uh perhaps he speaks to you in a very dramatic way, perhaps he speaks in a very supernatural way, mm. or perhaps in a very natural way. And he just makes it very clear to you that hey, you're going to be great. Yes. Great things are going to happen. Mm. Now, uh, I I I don't know if many of us really uh understand that when God speaks like that, it often doesn't mean that's going to happen tomorrow at lunch. <laughs> He's not a magician. <laughs> when he says you're a great man, when he says you'll be a pilot, when he says you'll be an engineer, mm. when he says you'll be married, it won't be tomorrow. Mm. Mm. You, you need to be prepared. And that that's hard for people. Because they say, but God, you told me. And especially the instant generation we are living in. Yeah. yeah? I just didn't say when. I just didn't say when. Mm. I just said, I will do it. Mm. I just said, you will get there. When it's up to me. Now, uh, David, there's some people get frustrated with that. They say, "Why can't God tell me when? Why why can't he just tell me when so that I just know uh, right now I'm what? Maybe I'm Joseph. I'm 17 years old right now. Mm. I'm going to be deputy deputy pharaoh <laughs> at what age? 30. Mm. All right. Just let me know so that for this 13 years I can go on doing something else. I can pursue my masters or do something else. <laughs> Then, at the age of 30, I can be ready. You know, why is it all right for God to just tell us when? It's um I think how he, he works is not in, he goes ways are not our ways. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And like we said, he knows each of us and he wants wants to mold is our character, is our relationship with him. Mm. And that depends different different people have working have different speeds. Mm-hmm. Some people learn fast, others longer. Mm. And even you look at the Bible characters, you know, look up David, how many years did he take from the time he was anointed king to sitting on the throne? Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and look at Joseph, even from the time he had the dream to the time he sat on the throne. It's an example. Yes. Moses, from the time he ran away, mm. uh, you know, running away, and then by the time he comes back, mm. 40 it's, it's 40 years. Yeah. Different people, and why? Because different responsibilities read different strengths of character mm. and different... Uh, even a need more intimate relationship mm. it's interesting uh, and, and sorry we know, i hope we shall talk about moses later mm. but later when you see even how god refers to him he says prophet uh, to moses i speak with to him you as know a, as a friend, uh, as a friend mm. face to face whether to my prophets speaking visions and dreams because moses has been processed but yes the journey he went through mm. prepared him for that mm. he wouldn't have been able to handle walking and leading to two million people mm. and so each of us will be different your mm. calling is different from mine Yeah. What I will go through and the length I'll go through it will mm. be the same. Mm. And so I, I'm I'm yet to hear God answering when. Yes. Just says, you know what? You're going to be a great man. I'll do it. You're, you're going to get married. Mm. Now, it's ability to come and say here I am. Have your way. Wow. So it seems as if in, in as much as we all have different timelines uh, on on when it will happen, the common denominator is that we all wait. We all wait. We all wait. Yes. Uh and so uh If if we get frustrated with the process then we are basically getting frustrated with something that everyone goes through everyone 
everyone. And so uh, I think there's a there, 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 there's an arrogance, there's a sinful arrogance that at times perhaps we need to repent of, or perhaps even just cast aside when we falsely imagine that everyone should wait except us, that we should get what we ought to get right now, you know. But remember that everyone has waited. Yes. That puts in us a humility to trust God and say, you know what. Everyone has waited from the beginning of time up to now. Everyone has waited. Mm. So, um, you have a plan for me. I'm gonna wait for your perfect time. I mean, right? think about it. Um, even if you look at what you, you know, some of the things like the fruit of the spirit. Mm. How does that come? It takes time for a fruit to yeah develop to develop mm. to get ready. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, for the places we God is taking us mm. to. For us to be able to do what he wants us to, and, and, and you know, as we look at him, someone even like, even just if we look at that story, mm. you realize he has to prepare you, mm. it has to be at the perfect timing. Mm. His timing is perfect, not yes. our timing. Mm. No, yes, you'll be told by the world you need to get married at 25, uh, and here you are at 35 and thinking I'm late. And mm. God is saying, by the way, no, 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 because mm. of what you have, who I'm going to make you mm. in your marriage, allow me to prepare you. Uh-huh. So and let's then, talk about the preparation. Okay, so when you look at the life of Joseph, you know, mm-hmm. so you're gonna get married, I need to prepare you. Yes, okay, you're gonna get to a certain place, I need to prepare you. I'm, I'm raising you to be a minister in a certain area, I need to prepare you. You're mm-hmm. not just gonna get there overnight, a preparation, a process has to happen. Mm-hmm. So, in Genesis 37, verse 8, um, actually, from, from verse 5, it says, One night, Joseph had a dream when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Listen to this dream, he said. We were out in the field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly, my bundle stood up and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. So this is the Lord giving Joseph a very vivid image of what will happen mm. a few years from now. Mm. He will be king and people will bow around him. He'll be prime minister and mm. people will bow around him. Mm. Verse 8, his brothers responded, So you think you will be our king? Do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more mm. because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Now we are not told how Joseph responded to his brothers to his brother's response, mm. but many a times, if you, with excitement and enthusiasm, share such a dream to someone and with someone, and they respond like this. I think you'd get deflated. <laughs> you'd get crushed. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Can you, you can't appreciate me? Mm. Yeah. But when I see this, I realize that in the process, it's your dream, it's not everyone else's dream. Boom. And not everyone will be excited for the dream or the thing that God is putting inside of you. Exactly. And I think one of the mistakes that we often make is that if God has put something inside of us, we expect everyone to be as equally enthusiastic about it. But we must remember that we have been given the vision. We are the ones with the with, with, with the fire yes. for it. You You're know? the vision carrier. Mm. It's not the other people. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's interesting because when you look at even the like, story of Joseph, is that you'd expect the ones closest to him would be the ones happiest for him. Mm. And it's something you actually see. Not necessarily. Uh, not necessarily. Mm. That not that, that the ones who are with you will be for you. Mm. Most of the times they will be against you. Mm-hmm. 
Because the Bible says that he had another dream, verse 9. Mm-hmm. And he told his brothers about it. Listen, I've had another dream. He said the sun, moon, and 11 stars bowed low before me. You can just clearly see those 11 stars are the 11 brothers. Mm-hmm. The sun and the moon that is mother and father. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, 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 the family doesn't even need a translation of the dream, verse 10. Mm-hmm. This time he told the dream to his fathers as well as to his brothers. But his fathers called it him. What kind of dream is that? He asked, will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant. Mm. That's interesting. That uh, Joseph's dad, Isaac, you know? Mm. Uh, no, not Isaac, sorry. Uh, Jacob. Jacob. Je- Joseph's dad, Jacob. He thought about those dreams. You know? Mm. He, he thought, surely... There must be something about this. There's something about those dreams. something, yes. You know? Because yes. God does speak through dreams. Mm. And I, I think uh, there may be some people who the lord may tag to just think about the the things that he's putting in our hearts mm. but still that does not change the fact that we have been given this vision we have been given this dream and we cannot put that burden on anyone else if they are not excited about it uh we shouldn't take offense exactly you know exactly All right. exactly mm-hmm. yeah. so what did the brothers do <laughs> they were mad they were angry they were jealous mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. they were so angry and they got a chance and they sold him to slavery yes now i don't know if it was you david but if i'm having this dream mm. where my brothers and my mother and father will be bowing around me mm. and now here i am i have been sold mm-hmm. by the very people who are meant to bow around bow down they are not bowing down in fact i am now being mistreated mm. i'm now sold to slavery mm. seems as if i'm getting far and far away from this dream because mm. how will you bow before me if you're not even around me <laughs> the beginning of joseph's troubles uh, often seem like the end of the dream exactly and i think that happens with process it's uh... We it, think it the we, we think mm. we are getting to the end of it. We're thinking now it's now that's it. We are done. I'm done. It's it's it can it will, it will never be. And yet it could be maybe the the, the stepping stone it to is. the next level. Exactly. And and it's interesting because not only did they sell him, but you know this is a thing I keep asking. So when they took out his robe, what was he wearing inside? When he was being sold as a slave. Mm, he just was, maybe was in did, a tunic. Did, did you have a tunic uh, or their boxers? I mean, I don't yeah. know. But most of the times, I kind of think. I mean, most like you to just had a robe. Mm. Here you are totally exposed mm. by the people who you thought. I mean, even if you had an inner, inner tunic, mm. it's a thing. It's inner. It's not supposed to be seen. Yes, it's an inner In, tunic. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, uh, interesting words you're using there. Mm. Um, <laughs> and yet here they are, and you, you most likely be thinking. I'm missing my dream. Mm. I will never be what I was meant to be because mm. I'm being taken away from them. Yes. I saw them bowing down to me. Now moving away from Now them. moving away from them. Mm. Um and, and and he was sold to to these guys and to think about it you sold to the Ishmaelites. Mm-hmm. That's is interesting. <laughs> Ishmaelites? Yes. You, you know Ishmael? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh and who on their way to Egypt. Uh and and, and that was a 30 day walk. Wow. Wow. So I'm, I'm just trying to imagine for 30 days what was he thinking? 
here you're walking you're, you know you're tied with ropes uh i mean i don't think like these guys were like put him on a horse and stuff you, mm. you know it's a walk and stuff you're a slave mm. from being a son to a slave mm. wow it's just thinking life life is getting worse exactly life is getting worse for joseph exactly and uh, at, at times while god is taking us the processes of life it seems as if things are getting worse and yet god doesn't seem to be flinching mm-hmm. god seems to be pretty calm because after this he's now sent to uh the house of a man called potiphar mm-hmm. who is uh an officer of pharaoh the king of egypt mm. and it says potiphar was captain of the palace guard yes right now when joseph is in potiphar's house mm. in genesis 39 mm. something interesting he said it says in verse 2 of genesis 39 mm. that the lord was with joseph yeah i don't know if joseph was feeling that in fact just first pause so can you imagine <laughs> so you've just come uh, so you are a son then you uh, this journey you walk in you with your tunic or, or without mm-hmm. clothes whatever it is you know a feeling slave. De- slave then suddenly you are, you you're put in this guy's house he was a captain of the palace guard which mm-hmm. means he was a captain of the guy of the is a body head of the bodyguard yes. for the for yes. the for the for the for pharaoh yes so you've come from a place of just absolute total poverty to a place of absolute you know wealth mm. culture change mm. you've come from a place you are shepherd mm. to a place of who the civilization and remember egypt then was an, was a, a superpower was a superpower the top civilization what kind of shock did he go through the culture shocks the culture shock must must have been i mean i don't know you what what font you'd put it at <laughs> but it's suddenly you're coming from down here then you've been thrust up there mm. and it's interesting because then like like you're saying what if i recognize that God's favor is this guy. Mm. How do I also just think about even before Potiphar just talking about the culture shock. Mm. Think about the language change. You know we, we think everyone in the Bible spoke the same language or everyone spoke English. So you know, the, the entire Bible may be written in English. <laughs> <laughs> they were not speaking English. But they were not speaking English. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so here you are and 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 here you coming from speaking you know Jewish yes. Hebrew. Yeah. And then in a different culture where mm. they speak a different language. Mm. Um but so the changes must have been so uncomfortable for Joseph. Exactly. But what's what's amazing is you know he may not maybe even have felt that God you know God was with him. But it's amazing because even if he didn't notice someone else noticed. Yes. Someone noticed. And most of the times it says in verse 3 mm-hmm. the first two words in verse 3 of Genesis 39 Potiphar noticed. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. most of the times when God is working in you and on you mm. At times you may not feel it yourself but other people other see it. People see it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And so it's it's amazing that even despite what we are going through mm. it's never about you. Mm. <laughs> that God expresses himself mm. to other people. Mm. I mean who would have thought I mean what what if I never used to worship Yahweh? Mm. But wow. how did he know? Yes. That God's favor was with Joseph. And now it's interesting. I'm just thinking about this when I read verse 4. It says this please Potiphar so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. So uh, Joseph was like Potiphar's PA. Not like he was. He his was PA. Potiphar's PA. Personal PA. Uh, personal <laughs> assistant. Uh-huh. And I can just imagine uh-huh. uh, Joseph uh being sent from Potiphar's house mm. to go to the palace mm. to deliver something. Did he even know that that palace where he's asking for permission to get in that one day he'd be in charge of it. Did he even know? 
I don't think so. He was just there uh, yeah, excuse yeah, yeah. me I'm delivering I'm, food. I'm delivering I'm who are you? Yeah. I am Potfast Pierre. Quickly. And yeah, you know did he know <laughs> that he'd soon be commanding these people? You know, it's interesting because you know, you know and when you look at this this these verses over here, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when he was put as a personal attendant, he was made in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. Uh, he took care of, you know, the livestock and everything. Mm. The letter is when look at what Joseph was, you know, when he fast forward. Mm. He was in charge of Egypt. Yeah. He took care of everything. Oh wow. Oh but wow. He didn't did he know when he was being given this homestead to run. Potiphar's house was the internship for the big job. <sighs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so here you are, you've been think you you think you've been given an, you know, uh, in fact you's an internship. I have a masters. I'm told to be a ma- an intern. Oh wow. And you don't understand you've been prepared for the big thing. Joseph was being given management experience. Boom. Because clearly like Joseph was five. Joseph was put in charge of the master's household, mm-hmm. the master's property, mm-hmm. the, and the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly, and his crops and livestock flourished. Joseph, verse 6. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. Guys, <laughs> if you are not faithful in the process, you may miss the necessary prerequisite to get to the destination. Listen, ah. listen. Your faithfulness in the process is the ticket to the destination that you are heading to. Some of you will arrive to the destination and you'll be asked for a ticket and you won't have a ticket and yet you've arrived. And where is the ticket? The ticket is the lessons that you learned in the process. And so for me, I when when I see Joseph working so well to the point that he's noticed, it, it tells me something about his attitude. Mm-hmm. He, he, didn't, he didn't behave like a slave. You you can you you by the way you cannot have gotten to where Joseph had gotten if you had a woe is me poor me blame the history mentality oh, yeah. slavery attitude woe yeah I have, I have suffered through. for so long things have worked against me historical injustices I ca- you cannot succeed with that attitude <laughs> you cannot succeed cannot. with that attitude you cannot pass the process if you keep looking at yourself as a victim and fine you are a victim fine you've suffered and and, and it's it's not negating the suffering but you can't live there you know it's crazy when you see with joseph there he didn't worry about anything except what kind of food to eat think about it this is a slave this is a guy who's not been paid anything yeah but he was making everything thrive everything was working well Wow. And we need to look back and change our attitude even the things we are going through even where God has placed you. You don't know. Mm. And you see, did Joseph know this was training ground? No. no. He didn't know. You don't know whether you're internship, you don't know whether that dating process, you don't know what you are going through, what it's preparing you for. God had and you and most of the times you're busy bashing and, and like you're saying, look at our past and all that. Mm. But that's a real look at the rearview mirror. If mm. you focus on the rearview mirror, you're going to crash the car. Yeah. Oof. Mm. Yes, now, have an indicator of where I've come mm. from, but you know, do what you're doing and do it so well. You have to move, and faithfulness is important. Faithfulness. And that's why, even when you know, even letting the, in the New Testament, the story of the of the talents, the guy with one who never used it was taken away. The girl of two did it, did a good job with them. Mm. He was given 100 percent more. Mm. The girl of five mm. did, was did a good job. He was given 100 percent. Mm. That when you are faithful to what God has given you, God brings an increase. God, boom. Uh, and it's interesting so it's 100%. Yeah. So so you can either make progress or you can make excuses but you can't make both. No. You you have to move. Now it's interesting when 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 I look at Joseph going through all this, 
I, I'm just trying to think. Um, this was a really difficult process. I have to learn the language my master speaks. Mm-hmm. I have to learn the culture of these people. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with racism because I am different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm clearly the foreigner here. You can imagine when perhaps they were speaking their local dialect behind him. Uh, I even think the skin color was the different. The skin color might even be different. In fact, uh, it's, it's believed that the Egyptians at these times were the Nubians, mm. the people who would look like the South Sudanese today. You know, black people. Mm. You know, very, very black people. And Joseph, uh, a tan color, perhaps mm. lighter, not necessarily Caucasian, mm. but of Middle Eastern origin. So he even looked different as far as his skin color. So you can imagine all the troubles he's going through, the racism, the language bias, the difficulty no finances no fa- everyone else has a family they go home to in the evening yep and you're going to a room you're going to a room yeah. and i think we need to understand this process does not mean that our circumstances will change process does not mean that our circumstances will get easier in fact some circumstances will get worse but it's all part of the plan it's got it's part of god's plan yeah um and you know when in I mean I think we we go into the next bit. Yeah. Uh when it says he was handsome and well built. Yeah. And Potiphar's wife you know mm. began to notice him lustfully and come mm. sleep with me not once not twice did he refuse. I yeah, mean so and, be, and, and, and so again there's that then now he's being tempted. So think about you you've got a six pack you're cute you know handsome. Yeah I mean this I, I know you're describing me but it's okay just Uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, before you even get to this to, to the handsome and six pack Joseph, huh? mm-hmm. uh, someone may ask David, huh? mm-hmm. okay, well, if 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 all this is preparing me for the palace, mm-hmm. but as in God just tell me it's preparing me for the palace, then I'll have the right attitude. God's ways are not our ways. Mm. They're not our ways. Mm. I don't know I don't know how else to answer that yes. because even you look at the bible characters mm. is anyone he ever told mm. did david know he was going to be king when he was fighting lions and bears mm. no and i think also it's for our motives our motives can be and the thing he's working on is our heart yeah our heart so if you knew that you're going to be prime minister you'd what's the word you'd, you'd work your way you'd, there you'd work your way there a very dark heart <laughs> You know, you'll be doing it and you pretend you have a good heart and you trying to do these things. But you'd but get man you would be a slave driver as prime minister. Exactly. But what God does is works on our hearts. Mm. And most of the time we don't know what's in our heart. Mm. Until God has worked on it is when later you realize, okay. Mm. And also, uh God God works by faith. Because uh if we see it, 2 Corinthians 5:7, for we walk by faith and not by what we see, then the journey wouldn't be a journey of faith. That's why faith is what the evidence of the unseen. Yeah. How do you have evidence of something you cannot see? Mm-hmm. So, Mrs. Potiphar comes in, registered mm-hmm. member of Team Mafisi. Yep. Mm. Uh, she sees a cute guy. Mm. Uh, you know, she wants him, and the guy says, "No, nope. my master trusts me with everything in this entire household. No one has more authority than I do. He has held nothing back from me, except you, because you're his wife. How could I do a, such a wicked thing to be a great sin against God?" Wow. Now this is interesting. This is before the Ten Commandments. Mm. The guy knows this is a sin. Mm. <laughs> the, 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 the yeah. truth and the convictions of God are written in our hearts. Exactly. We know what is right. We know what wrong. is right and what is wrong. Mm. Um, and she kept doing this day after day and all that and he refused. In fact, even before we go to the place where she kept putting pressure on him day mm. after day, mm. uh, it's interesting, Joseph's reason for saying no. Uh, Joseph does not say, how then can I do this wicked thing and get you pregnant? 
you might get pregnant and then baby will be half cast the people will know <laughs> I say how then can I do this wicked thing and get HIV AIDS how then can I do this wicked thing and then get caught mm. how then could I do this wicked thing and possibly lose my job I mean all those all those all those things are, are legitimate solid reasons mm. and of course uh, there are things Joseph might think about but look at Joseph's main reason how can I do this wicked thing and sin against God. God that in the process the fear of God should be at the forefront boom the fear, fear of God should be at the forefront mm-hmm. of endurance exactly. that as you endure things you're enduring for the sake of God yes you're enduring for the sake of the God who loves you you remember mm-hmm. the gospel you remember how much Christ died for you mm-hmm. and you say if he died for me I can live for him mm-hmm. and that if the fear of God is not our motivation we can We, we can easily lose the process. Exactly. Now, aren't you to imagine if Joseph had no fear of God, if he would have said, you know what? But they won't be caught. We won't be busted. The guy is away at work. He's, he's you know, he has long shifts, he's a bodyguard and we are agreed here. Yeah. We, we agree it's just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. And plus I mean, we, we I mean, you see if I have favor with you and my boss. Yeah. Can you imagine I have much more favor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's say let's just say let's let's just uh, you know, um, assume Joseph had begun an affair with Mrs. Potiphar. And they began having this clandestine affair where they were sleeping with one another. You know, when Potiphar is gone, and uh, you know, Mrs. Potiphar is basically uh, hiding it. Joseph is hiding it. No one is suspecting anything. Mm-hmm. But they're basically committing adultery. Exactly. Now, you know, the funny thing is that Joseph may have never have proceeded to the prison because much later Mrs Potiphar <laughs> Mrs Potiphar threw Joseph into prison because Joseph refused to sleep with her he went to prison for doing the right thing he went to prison for doing the right thing for 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 enduring the process again he would if he had slept with her he would have missed again the next step a necessary step to the palace because in the prison he meets two people who used to work in the palace yes. and by sorting out their problem then he gets, to the, he gets to the palace to become prime minister exactly if he had slept with potiphar's wife he'd have totally missed it he would have remained a slave forever yeah. i think god would have raised someone else i think so god could have or okay, or, or he'd, he'd have extended his time in and the, imagine the repercussions of that because the famine was coming anyway <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> how many people you're impacting with your lack of obedience You have no idea that people are going to starve to death if you don't obey. You have no idea that a famine is coming and you have been chosen to to to, to deal with it, but your lack of obedience, your your refusal to submit to the process could result in the people can get hurt on account of you and you may never know. It took lack of disobedience will cost lives and generations. Wow. If you look at it what what Joseph did impacted not just the lives during the famine. Mm. even generations because as i mean later on his his dad came over and they were there for 400 years and <laughs> yeah. it's it's important to understand just walking obedience it's most of the times we think it's about us it's, not it's about never you. about us there are souls that there are souls that need to be saved from hell the, and they're totally dependent on, on us you. on your obedience Totally totally you want to. what will you tell people exactly <laughs> and you see and that, uh, that's why I, i i think just that day in heaven would be very crazy because you'd be lo- you know uh, we know we talked about this mm. in my, my version which there's yes. two videos who you are and who you could have been the life that you lived and the life you should have lived and it's important and the two understand. videos similar one decision 
one decision i mean think about it uh it would have been just a few minutes of sex yeah but could have impacted millions of lives and at times it's oh, that you don't have to you know there's some decision you don't have to think don't don't do corruption don't sleep around the things we don't need to because you know even when you're doing it it's mm. not right you know when i see this thing i see joseph if joseph had slept with potiphar's wife it would have delayed his arrival to the pal- uh, uh, sexual sin brings delay yep uh, a refusal to submit to the process brings delay and there are many people out there who are experiencing delay there are things god spoke to you and they've not happened and some of you are upset at god it's not god's fault you're not waiting on god god is waiting on you and god is saying get out of potiphar's laps get out of potiphar's wife's bed mm-hmm. and go where i call you to be there there's some of you who god has called to open certain ministries and do certain great things mm-hmm. but you are not there why because you're in bed with potiphar's wife yes figuratively speaking yes you know there are some of you there are businesses that you ought to have started that would really change the economies of countries that would really change the poverty landscape in mm-hmm. in, in countries in counties and 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 those ideas have been put in you by god and he put it in you when you were a teenager you are young but it's not come to pass why because you're in bed with potiphar's wife there are some of you who ought to have started gospel centered churches that were meant to spread the gospel throughout places in this country and out there to the rest of the world but you've not yet even set sail why because you're in bed with Potiphar's wife mm. there's massive delay going on on account of your disobedience mm. and 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 how i pray that god would just open your eyes to understand that charm is deceitful beauty is passing Potiphar, Potiphar's wife must have been hot i this is the captain guard of pharaoh she must have been hot yep. she must have been eye candy mm. but she's not soul food yes mm. she's ah. not soul food yes you need soul food man mm. you know later joseph married a woman called asenath now it was god's plan for him to marry asenath not potiphar's wife exactly you would have missed out on asenath you'd have you'd have missed out on a lot of things you i mean just one what that one decision would have made him miss on everything else or that would submit to the process or that would trust god now this is the other thing huh joseph had submitted to the process so far endured the harsh treatment of siblings endured the he had a, he had a robe as very colored robe a, mm. a colored robe that was taken away mm. being thrown in a pit mm. being stripped naked mm. sold he's endured all this yes, you know yes. uh taken to egypt endured all this learning a new language endured all this you know put in in potiphar's house endured all this so he's come he's endured, look at all the trials he's passed <laughs> but then there's this one more now this is the thing you know i'm realizing mm. that um when, when you plug an electric device into the socket on a wall mm. and you don't plug it in fully the electricity does not flow true you don't say oh but i plugged it in 90% nope. uh-uh. it has to be 100% it has to be plugged in fully mm. for the power to flow yes and i don't know if you've been in these situations where at times you're charging your phone and you plug in your phone you plug you plug in the charger quickly into the into the into the wall and you go away and leave it there for mm. an hour you come back and you see it at 3%. You're like what is happening? <laughs> it was at 5 when you left it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's at 3. You're like what's happening? And then you look at the you look at the socket and you realize it's been plugged in but it's not it's it's, it's, it's two, mi- two a millimeter. <laughs> it's not even an inch. It's 2 millimeter. It's, it's just just just, two, a, just a bit. and then you just tap it and then boom it starts charging. 
and I think we need to understand that we should not count the 90% of the process we've gone through. <laughs> we should complete the process. It has to be 100%. We must be plugged in fully into yes. God's agenda. Exactly. Exactly. We must be plugged in fully. Yes. And so there are many people saying, oh, but I've done this process thing before. It's not worked. What do you mean it's not worked? You've not been plugged in fully. It's either 100% or 100%. You know, it's funny. Being plugged in 90% is just the same as not being plugged in at all. Imagine. You'd rather That's have true. remained at home. Yes. And negotiated with your brothers not to be sold into Egypt. And have God raise someone else. You've endured pain for nothing. Absolutely. You've learned nothing. Wow. Process. <laughs> process important ah, yeah so what happened to joseph after potiphar's wife framed him for rape he was thrown into prison Way me too movement yeah uh, and, and it's amazing because the next thing again the lord was with joseph mm-hmm. and showed him faithful love mm. and he's made a favorite to the prison warden mm. and the next thing again he was in charge of all other prisoners that's in verse uh, uh, verse uh, 22 mm. The warden put Joseph in charge of all other prisoners over everything that happened in the prison. Mm. And interesting in verse 21, it says the Lord was with him. Yes, the Lord was with him. Mm. I showed him his faithful, his faithful love. And he was made a favorite to the prison warden. Before mm. long, the warden put him Joseph in charge of all other prisoners over everything that happened in the prison. Mm. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. Mm. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. Mm. Again, we see the same thing. Yeah. He's in charge of everything. Mm. <laughs> Not in a very different environment. Mm. Again, from think about it. I knew uh, my brothers would bow down to me. <laughs> Here I am in prison for doing the right thing. I am at my lowest. Yeah. But it, it's amazing that again you see the process that God was teaching him how to handle things, people and stuff. Yeah. He's been trained management. He's been trained management skills. Yeah. He's been trained <laughs> and, people and skills. People skills. Now it's interesting. Actually imagine um, this is prison. Mm. Joseph has no family in Egypt. Everyone else has got somebody visiting him. Visiting them. Yeah. Joseph has no one visiting him. Yes. Just imagine the loneliness. The loneliness. And when I see this, I, I think I learned something. Mm. I should not judge my success mm. based on my circumstances. Yes. My circumstances do not reflect the success of my life. Mm. I could be winging it in Potiphar's house, eating grapes every day, giving, you know, receiving a salary, mm. you know, mm. having this clandestine affair that I've always wanted and everything's working well. But I'm very far from God and I'm very far from the plan of my of, 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 of my life. Imagine. On the other hand, I could be in a prison alone, no one to visit me, put in charge of others, but no one is visit. I'm, I'm lonely, I'm alone, I'm far from home, I'm, no one is even there to bail me. But I am basically... People must have, let's say there are spectators looking at Joseph's life. Joseph must have been telling people, tell, tell us your life, Joseph. Oh, this happened to me, and then this, and then this, and then this. like, hey, 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 Joseph's life is getting worse and worse. Meanwhile, God comments on the same life. Joseph's life is progressing very well. Imagine. Imagine. That what you think is regression is progression, progression to God. <laughs> Yeah. Regression. What by human standard is regression, <sighs> not to God is progression. And it's important that when we are going through this, to go back mm. and see. Um, <laughs> so Joseph is thrown into prison, and then Genesis 40, he meets Pharaoh's chief cupbearer and chief baker mm. who offended Pharaoh. 
and they were thrown into the prison and they had dreams and Joseph um interprets the dreams mm-hmm. now to inter- to see what Joseph says when he's asked to interpret the dreams Joseph has got this great spiritual capacity in prison mm-hmm. that it seems like he's had this spiritual power all along but look at what he says he says interpreting dreams is God's business go ahead and tell me your dreams Joseph never loses sight that is not about him he never loses sight mm-hmm. that even the spiritual gifts that he has point to God do not point to him exactly and it's very easy in a place of suffering like joseph where you've got this one thing that's going well for you and use it to point to yourself and you you take the glory for it you take the glory for it and he doesn't do that joseph doesn't make that mistake and it's amazing because most of the times when we have god has given us a gift mm. we want to use it for our own glory mm. we want to 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 show i'm the guy mm. and it's never about you joseph is a humble man <laughs> yes and he says you know it's not me it's God's business. Yeah. Which means he will involve God in it. Mm-hmm. So even when you tell him, he'll go back. And so he interprets the dreams mm. and in this interpretation, he basically tells the wine bearer, you're going to be restored, you're going to get your old job back. Mm-hmm. And he tells the 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 baker, you're going to be hanged. Mm. You're going to you're going to die. Mm. And it happens exactly that way. That that way exactly <laughs> you know how it had how how it had said you know mm. and and you know these people the the the, the wine bearer is restored and the baker is hanged exactly mm. as joseph had said mm. now it's funny that before uh, before the wine bearer left the the, the prison because joseph knew that this guy is going to get his job back mm. joseph had told him hey by the way um remember me right mm. remember me mm. remember me but yeah. it said genesis 41 two full years later Pharaoh, two, <laughs> two years <laughs> passed. This guy was forgotten for two years. In fact, the last, the Pharaoh's chief, however, forgot all about Joseph, never giving him another thought. Wow. What verse is that? That's uh, chapter 40, verse 23. Wow. He forgot all about Joseph, never giving him another thought. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the, in the process of life, you can help people. You can be their destiny helpers. And perhaps God has placed them to be your destiny helpers, but attempts may not help you the way you wanted, or when you wanted, or when you wanted, and you can feel offended <laughs> because you can say, "But I served you," mm-hmm. and in the process of life, um, if God has called you to be someone's destiny helper, in fact, this is interesting that Joseph's circumstances and his and and Joseph's circumstances don't make him so bitter. That he forgets he ought to be a destiny helper to someone else. Imagine that in the process of going through life, God can still use us to minister to others. We can be people's destiny helpers. We can be people's. We, we can be people's hand of help in the midst of our own chaos. Mm. You are your your things are not sorted out, but, but you are encouraging and helping y- someone else. Imagine, and we think that we need to be perfect to be at a hundred percent to work with other people to encourage other people to be destiny helpers, and no. You can be uh, as you know like Joseph a prisoner but you are getting people to where they're supposed to be mm. and it's important mm. uh because at times you'd miss out think about it if he hadn't mm. again would have missed out on his destiny yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. he would have missed the next step yeah. because uh, why should I interpret you're an Egyptian why should I interpret yes. your dream for you you guys have you uh, think I'm a slave oh, wow. I'm in prison I did the right thing oh wow 
be plugged in 100%. And yeah, and it's important to to, to let go. You, you don't see him having bile and anger. Mm. You, you don't see that. But yeah. Joseph's consistency and his diligence, faithful to the very end, mm. brings him to a place where now Pharaoh has a dream two years okay. later. Let me just pause on that. Yes. Uh, okay. You know, we're we going to where he, he, uh, he interpreted the two years he was forgotten. And mm. again, it's also important that we know God's timing is perfect. Aha. Uh-huh. Had this guy remembered him in the first year, he'd have short-circuited yes. the destiny again. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so you might help people and they do mm. things and no one comes back to you or even says thank you mm. or remembers you. But it's not time yet. It's not yet time. Okay. Let the cake bake. <laughs> Boom. Mm-hmm. Let the cake bake. Don't remove it prematurely. Okay. So Pharaoh has a dream. And guess what? Some guy conveniently remembers Joseph. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I said today I've been reminded of my failure verse nine. Some time ago you angry the chief baker and he tells him, oh, you know, bring Joseph. No, no, no. Pharaoh calls for Joseph mm. to interpret these difficult dreams that he cannot he cannot mm. understand and the chief and the cupbearer says but this guy can interpret the dreams mm. verse 14 of Genesis 41 Pharaoh sent for Joseph at once mm. he was quickly brought from the prison after he shaved and changed his clothes he went in and stood before Pharaoh now look at that I like it. Pharaoh sent for Joseph at once mm. he was quickly brought from the prison and before he was brought to the prison he was shaved <laughs> You're not going to appear the king looking like that. His clothes were changed. Now all of a sudden people are thinking, "Hey, hey, come here, this guy is useful." Yep. Mm-hmm. Give him a nice shave. Yep. Give him some Make clothes. him neat. Make him neat. And he stood before Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, the dream, and Joseph again, verse 16, "It is beyond my power to do this, mm. but God can tell you what it means and set you at ease." You know that moment Joseph could just have said, "Now Capbear, let me tell you, let me teach you something." You forgot me. Mm. I am going to interpret this dream right now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you I'm are going, going to remember. Exactly. <laughs> he always defers to God. And he interprets the dreams and when he interprets the dreams, uh he gives very practical advice. Mm. Out of his management mm. experience. Mm. And after he has said this, Joseph is told by Pharaoh, uh <laughs> in fact says Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh. Verse mm. 37 and his officials. Yeah. And Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man so obviously filled with the spirit of God? So how did Pharaoh know this guy? How? The spirit of God. Because think about those days, if you, if my, if the things I've read in history or whatever, Pharaoh was worshipped as a God. Yeah, he was a God. He was a God. Yeah. How does a guy who is worshipped go back and say, look, this man is filled with the spirit of God. <laughs> <laughs> and And it's interesting because again process mm. by the time he had gotten here there was very evident who was testified. in him mm. it was evident who was in him mm. and the heathen testify of it imagine can it be said of us can we allow god to take us through the process mm. but the time you're done they can say the spirit of god is in this and not the believers the unbelievers the unbelievers they testify they testify that god is with you and you see it is because of how he carried himself the credit he gave to god mm. and there's a way god will do things that don't make sense yeah. and when you see, when you see this you're like wow this was a whole what 13 years been slave been prisoner 
and then ends up suddenly here you are Pharaoh saying the spirit of God is in you. Mm. Uh, think about it honest. I mean think of <laughs> it's like you know you're being called into state house and you asked what do you think and you say one two three and the president goes like how come there's no one else around here? The spirit of God is in this man. And then Pharaoh now just I think the, the next moments must have been so surreal to Joseph. Mm. You will be in charge of my court verse 40. Mm-hmm. All people will take orders from you. Mm-hmm. Only I sitting on the throne will have a rank higher than yours. He's basically saying you will do all the work. I'll just be a ceremonial president. Pharaoh said to Joseph verse 41, mm-hmm. I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Oh my gosh. Verse 42. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring mm-hmm. from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. Mm-hmm. That is a thing that signs the, the that's the that, ring that signs documents that signs the checks me, me, checks memorandums the checks are released at, uh, declarations Joseph can decide whether Potiphar will get paid or not now Exactly <laughs> He dressed him in fine linen yeah, clothed in him hung mm-hmm. a golden chain around his neck First pose there He dressed him in what fine linen This is the same guy whose clothes were taken away mm. His robe was taken by his siblings He's now being Potiphar's clothed. wife took away his robe Toyed. Now he's been closed not just it's fine linen fine there's, linen. there's a difference yeah. there's linen and then there's mm. fine linen fine linen and a gold chain <laughs> guys potiphar had to kneel before joseph potiphar's wife who came for perhaps a royal banquet had to kneel before joseph exactly he was his second in command never circumvent the process guys mm-hmm. never circumvent the process And it's interesting that the process does not prepare Joseph to shine and gloat it prepares him to work because there's a lot of work ahead of him and to showcase God. And it's important again he was put in charge of all Egypt the same way he was put in charge of the homes of the prison he was put in charge of a nation. It's wow. important good people it doesn't matter whatever you're going through mm. God is going to use it for something amazing. Mm. He took care <laughs> of a home he yes. took care of a prison Now he was in charge of a nation. Joseph has Joseph has made us go overboard. <laughs> George is looking at me and he's just laughing. He's like you guys want to break the record for longest podcast ever. It's not us, it's Joseph. It's Joseph. <laughs> this we had to go through this process. Yes. David, just pray for people. Pray for us. Yeah. Father I mean all oh, just the things you're teaching us. The Lord you take each one of us through our own process. Mm. It's not nice. It's mm. tough, it's painful. Mm. But yet Father thank you for the powerful lessons you've learned today. Mm. My my prayer, my heart's prayer for not just for myself and the team here but for everyone who's listening to us mm. that we can be totally fully yielded to the process. Mm. That even when we things look difficult and tough that we mm. can be yielded to you and to what you are doing and so that we can go to the next step mm. and never miss out on what you are doing in, mm. in us Jehovah God mm. and father that at the end of it all, all glory will come back to you mm. that none of us will take credit mm. just like Joseph gave you back the credit mm. that you alone shall be glorified that you alone shall take credit mm. and father i'm just looking for that even with these lessons that your sons and daughters will rise up to be who you meant them to mm. be but they'll be fully, fully yielded to you and to your leading and to mm. your guidance even as they go through this they will know it's not about them mm. it's about you mm. that father that many lives will be different the nations will be impacted the generations will be impacted because mm. your sons and daughters have chosen mm. to be yielded to the process and to walk in obedience mm. to you mm. so i ask that you will strengthen them and encourage them 
most of all draw them closer to you mm. and father that your spirit will be to fill them up will be evident in them and you shall be glorified mm. in jesus name we pray amen amen ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next time and for more great podcasts that will build your faith and inspire you please head over to www.edify.app that is e d i f i.app or you could also search for the edify app in the app store or the google play store so my name is anis wamboye and here with me has been the one and only david kimani we'll see you next time